Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Fearscape Media Network. Exploring the unknown. One podcast at a time. Ladies and gentlemen, to another uh, inquisitive episode of the Convergence Enigma with Josh and Stefan. I am the second person in that title, your host for the night, Stefan Gearhart, and I am joined as always by the first person in that title, the premier, premier of premieres, Josh Rutledge. What's happening, sir? Oh, uh, you know, uh, living life, uh, uh, just uh, enjoying the ride. Um, feeling let down from the congressional UAP hearing. God, weren't we all? <laughs> Even the senators and or the congressmen yeah. were like, well, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Other than what that, where's your what's your countdown, man? Uh, as of today, I am 19 days from the moving truck arriving. 19 days till Josh is in the desert with Uncle Steffi. Well, <laughs> no. 20, 25 days until I'm in the desert. 19 no, days yeah, I don't care about when you leave. I only care about when you're here. <laughs> oh, so 25 days. Give up. It's, all right. It's all well, about, it's all about perspective, right? So. Yep, all about perspective. Well, we got an amazing show lined up for you guys tonight out there in listener land. That's a uh, cliche. Um, we have Tyler and Chris from Dockside Media. Uh, Dockside Media, man, they got some stuff going on. Uh, the Ghosts of Gettysburg, which is one of their fantastic documentaries. But I know the one Josh really, really wants to talk about is uh, Consciousness, or excuse me, Conscious Contact Full Disclosure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an amazing, an amazing, they're both amazing documentaries. But yeah, the, the Conscious Contact man really just hit me because it just aligns with so much of the stuff that we have been personally experiencing and talking about over the last two and a half years. So, yep. So looking forward to having Tyler and Chris on the show. Um, so just a quick reminder, you guys want archive episodes? 
Go to theconvergenceenigma.com. You want some t-shirts, stickers, or more? Go to theconvergenceenigma.com slash store. You want nudie pictures of Josh? Go to theconvergenceenigma.com slash nudie pictures of Josh. Hashtag this doesn't exist. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking about starting an OnlyFans and just doing close-up <laughs> pictures of my eyeball. E, that's gross. Somebody would somebody would <laughs> somebody would do it. Yeah, there's somebody out there who would do it. Your wife's like, I would do it. I would do it <laughs> so fast. I am in love with you. Um, but anyways, yeah. So that you know, that's our hot spot there. And uh, don't forget, man, we are on the Unex Network. Man, this is where it's happening. We're we're on Fearscape Media Network. It's where it's happening. I mean, this is magic in the making. We are surrounded by such great folks. Uh, what an amazing experience, you know, yep. uh, to be a part of both these networks. Anyways, uh, now that I'm done standing on the soapbox that has no soap in it because I'm schmilly, we're going to move on to our first segment of the week, which is Psychic Word of the Week. And now, the Psychic Word of the Week. Psychic Word of the Week comes to you from the Encyclopedic Psychic Dictionary from June G. Bletzer, Ph.D. Rest in peace, honey bear. I love you and I never even knew you. I uh, flipped through the pages, Josh, and this week I landed on page 403. And the uh, phrase that I landed on was mind mirror. Not even joking. Really? You landed on that? I'm dead serious. I, it's hard to see, but I did. Yeah. Literally, Mind Mirror is on this page. Well, that's a sign. And I looked down and I saw it. So, Mind Mirror, uh, for those of you guys who have been listening. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> Biofeedback training is what it says. A multi-channel EEG that gives feedback from each brain hemisphere simultaneously and records the unique brain wave patterns of psychic and spiritual healers developed by C. Maxwell Cade and Nona Coxhead. Mm-hmm. Just let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go. Yep. It also says there, um, there's like in the appendix, it talks about the fifth state of consciousness. So we might have to check that out as well. The fifth state of consciousness. It's weird that all this time ago, Mind Mirror came up when we first got started in our journey and well, now it was, it, all of a sudden it's popping back up right do, before do you you're remember, about to get here do you remember where it came up yeah and an s uh, wasn't it in an uh our ouija board or estes session or all of the it, above it was the last ouija session before you moved oh. and here it is coming back around right before i moved right before you move that's so weird i mean i mean i legit just flipped the pages dude like it's, it's and i and I, I mean, I have to go back and think about, I have to go back and look at the calendar, but I want to say it was within like, like just a, like maybe two weeks or so before you moved that we did that last session mm-hmm. and then you move within two weeks and then, you know, that it was done. So it would be weird if, uh, if it also came back around within the same time span of when I'm moving. So. Yeah. Super but, weird, uh, man. but you know, we have, we have one and Santosh does too. Because the the muse too is it does this. So the muse, not the muse too, like in Pokemon. <laughs> no, but but it's like the headband, you know, the wear, and then 
you could sync it to so your what phone. I wore during so yeah. what I wore during right. my um, hypnosis session. Interesting. Right. Which we need to really go back and look at. Did your brain patterns like, you know, did your alpha waves, you know, whatever, whatever the ones are that that are that are linked to psychic activity? Did they go up or go down? So, so the reason that we recorded them was so we could check the data later is what we need to do is check the data later. Right. right. It's, <laughs> it's, it's technically later. So it is way later. <laughs> we didn't say when later. So no, we didn't. We're really bad about that stuff. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. So we have a mind mirror. Uh, we just didn't call it a mind mirror. Yeah. So it's like the generic version <laughs> or the well, updated version, the updated version, maybe, because I mean, it's, it's a really nice little piece of equipment. So, yeah, that's all right. Well, anyways, let's go ahead and get cracking and get to our next segment of the week, which is a very personal UAP sighting of the week. All right, Josh, UAP UFO sighting of the week. What do we got? Where is it from? And tell everybody who it's from. Okay. So this comes from uh, Goshen, Kentucky. Uh, It happened two nights ago, and it happened to me. What? I know. Um, So I I went outside without my psionics camera. uh, Oh, I thought you were about to say your clothes. Okay. No, no. Uh, maybe in Arizona because you got the, they got the brick walls, so you can't really see. right. Yeah. So, but anyways, no. Um, without the psionics this time, I originally just went out to look at the stars. But while I was standing out there, I was like, you know what? And like I, I'm saying all this out loud. This is the weird part. Like I'm talking to this guy, but I said, it's just me and you here. Uh, I didn't bring the psionics this time. I'm not going to try to record anything. This is just you showing yourself to me. So standing there and then tracking from like southwest to northeast is a single light in the sky, just moving along. Just a nice little easy clip. It's it's brighter than a satellite, almost as bright as like the bulb on an airplane, like the front bulb on an airplane. But you know, like I, I saw it move past me when it moved. No blinking lights. Of course, I immediately jump in to my phone. I check heavens above. I check Scott Safari. I check right flight radar 24. Nothing it, like it. It's not on any app. And I like, I want to follow it. So I'm like, I'm walking, walking along. And then I have to go to the bathroom really bad. It's like, I got I to go. So it's like, I run in the house. I go to the bathroom and I come back out and it's gone. And I'm like, I feel like I didn't really get the full experience. So can you show me a little bit more? So then up in the same area of the sky, I saw a flash of light. And then I saw another flash of light. And then over like a little farther up into the sky, I saw another flash of light. And when I looked up at that flash of light, I saw several. These were higher up. They looked like they could have been satellites. But again, I checked all my apps. No satellites, no space debris. You know, heavens above shows you everything, right? It's space debris, rocket parts, all that kind of stuff. None of that stuff. These things are just moving around all over the sky. Like I was watching one and like I, I made I had like I had the thought I was like, why don't you just go ahead and flip direction now? So like it got to a certain part in the sky and it just stopped and started back the other direction. Wow. It was just an amazing experience. So not lightning bugs, because lightning bugs would be blinking like crazy. Well, and I I mean, and that's that's the weird thing, is like we're so close to the summer 
I should have I should be seeing lightning bugs, but I haven't. Every time I've gone out to look at the night sky, there's been no lightning bugs. Yeah, I don't think they start coming out in Kentucky till like June or July. I thought. I don't know. It's been it's easily based on humidity, and today it was a hundred percent humidity. So, <laughs> boy, I don't miss that. <laughs> but yeah, so but it's it's a hundred and nine today here. In yeah, but fourteen percent humidity. So mm-hmm. still hot though. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's um, yeah, it's just it, it was uh, like I, I was talking to my brother Stuart about it, and I said I told him I said you know. I feel like if I would have gone out with the psionics with the purpose of like capturing it, it it, it probably wouldn't have happened because yeah. this was just this was just a very personal you know it's me when the best ones happen you know, me talking to them or whatever. So how did and now I'm about to go psychological on you, but how did it feel? Like how were you feeling? So I mean, my energy level was really high. I mean, I was I was like jazzed up, like my mm-hmm. body was just overflowing with energy. Um, and then there was a part where I saw, like I was I was talking, and I was also making a lot of mental comments, like in my mind that weren't verbal, and they were reacting, and I, I like I I just felt an overwhelming sense of love, mm-hmm. um, just like a you know, thank you for I mean I when I was ready to go to bed for the night I I like thanked the sky or whatever was in the sky, and then yeah I you know I. Sent some kind of love energy up there, and then I, and then I went to bed. Stephen Greer on me. <laughs> I knew, I knew you were going to say you getting that. Getting a little Stephen Greer on me. I mean, I think that's what the whole thing. I mean, Hashtag hug your alien space brothers. <laughs> no, no. I, I, so I was like, like I don't think that what Stephen. So like, what Greer has got going on is I think okay. Like as far as like. The, the the sub-level intent of what he's trying to do, right? Of raising yeah, no, people. I actually, right. you know, I actually really yeah. like it. I, it's just but I mean, I think he himself, right, mm-hmm. kind of, it's a little weird that just the means or the, me, the like how far he's taking things in yeah. and how engaged he's in, getting. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that, uh, you know, I mean, that, that's basically what was, what was funny is when I was out there, uh, doing this, I, I thought about Jay from Project Unity talking mm-hmm. about, you know, how he would go out in his garden, right? Which is what we call backyard. Mm-hmm. And and uh, he would just kind of meditate a little bit. And then he would ask to see things. And these orbs and stuff would come and, uh, and present themselves to him. And so that's like I thought about that when I stepped outside. And so that's what I did. And that's the experience that I had. Cool. So. Well, speaking of experiences, we got some creepy ketchup. So let's quickly move into that before we get to Tyler and Chris with uh, Dockside Media. Creepy ketchup. Creepy ketchup. Creepy ketchup. Creepy ketchup. Y'all, it's creepy. All right. Oh, man. Creepy ketchup. Josh, I'm going to give you a real quick one that I had real quick. Uh, haven't had a work one in forever. Went to the bathroom, walked in, saw two feet in the other stall. As I got further into the bathroom, I noticed that the door was wide open and nobody was in there. <laughs> See, now now is when you need to like bring an extra pair of shoes. 
<laughs> just set them there. And just set them there. Oh, man. <laughs> Had that door not been open, I would have thought somebody lifted their feet up. But I, the door yeah. was open, so I was able to yeah. check. There was nobody in there. But that's my quick yeah. catch up. But what do you got? What's funny, because yours always happen in the bathroom at work. I yeah. know, dude. Well, that's that's where I go to get away. Yeah. But anyways, um, so uh, two, one night ago, um, so this is the night after my UAP experience, um, I was laying in bed and um sleeping and like i like to try to turn turn over and while i was as i was turning over i glanced towards the the uh, doorway for the room mm-hmm. that kind of looks out in the hallway and i saw this like darker blacker than black like entity enter the room um and come over to the bed and crawl up onto the bed and like I rolled over on my other side and I pulled the cover up over my head and as I talked about before I wear a CPAP and if you don't um, you know let it let it breathe let it vent out that little hole in the front it can cause medical problems Mm -hmm. and so I felt it like pulling at the covers and then I saw its fingers wrap around the top of the cover by my eyes and pull and pull the cover back and then it just kind of looked at me, and in my mind, I heard, don't do that. You'll suffocate. There's nothing to fear. I'm here to watch over you. Of course. You always tell me that it's going to be this good thing when I have shadow people, night hag stuff happening. So the first mother effing time you have when it's like, hey, buddy, would you like a sucker? You're such a good guy. Hey, hey, hey. Get out of here. Get out of here. It ain't even creepy, dude. <laughs> No, it's anyways, like we got to somebody. Here. It's creepy to somebody. <laughs> let's get on. Let's get on to our interview. Uh, dig a little deeper, man, with Tyler and Chris of Dockside Media. All right, we are here, you guys, with Chris and Tyler from Dockside Media. Thank you guys so much for joining us, man. Thanks for having us, guys. Uh, Josh, I would have to say, is is a little obsessed with you guys. <laughs> I mean, really? I've only got your visages painted on my body, but no, that's that's Dude. t-shirts, underwear, socks, everything. Got that tattoo right above his butt of my face. Yeah. I can't wait. To oh see yeah, it. you are definitely the tramp stamp. <laughs> yeah, sure. Dude, my cup overfloweth right now. This is <laughs> I mean, we are both fanboys, but Josh is obsessive. Um, absolutely love the work you guys are doing, and uh, just especially. Uh, conscious contact, full disclosure is, <laughs> I mean, we love some ghosts. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But boy, but, you're moving towards what we have been heavy into for quite some time in that, right, Josh? Yeah. So, I mean, really over the last two and a half years, we've been really looking at the consciousness aspect. We were contacted by uh, the mysterious informant guy that gave us all kinds of stuff that pointed us to like Mojave Desert. So here I am watching you know, consciousness uh, of contact and they're talking about stuff in the Mojave mm-hmm. does like, Oh, it's synchronicities, you know? And so, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Just, it blows me away. Maybe you guys can make our documentary one day. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Yeah. We'll do it. What's it about? Is it just about YouTube? <laughs> well, yeah. About <laughs> how we like, I like roller coasters and stuff. Yeah. Um, no, just, you know, about us converging enigmatically. 
So we're gonna we're gonna make a baby baby convergent. All right, yeah, no, no, I think we can do that. And then we'll have to work on our cinematography a little bit more to get this looking good. But we'll make it happen. Yeah, yeah we can right. make it. Happen. I mean, it, Stefan needs a lot of work. You can almost need like maybe a step in for Stefan. Yeah. Well, I was actually hoping for a more face-off type thing where we could switch faces. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. We could just get reenactors, guys. Yeah. That, oh, that's true. I could reenact ah. Josh, and Josh could reenact me. So, like, if I. <laughs> If I paint my face green, like green screen green, can then you put any face on it, right? I don't know if I, that might be racist. I'm yeah. not sure. Dude, we're yeah. faking you, man. We're Especially for Martians, you. dude. That is. That's racist <laughs> for Martians, dude. I mean, you're assuming they're green. I am. Yeah, we shouldn't assume. Oh, we don't assume, guys. Well, I do because I read DC comics. There's there's all the green right, ones right. and the white ones. He's like, all right, he's got the science to back it up. John John, yeah. yeah, he does. <laughs> John John's <laughs> green. <laughs> Come on, guys. So, anyways, um, man, that's a rabbit hole. So you so enjoyed you, conscious contact? Is what you're saying? I yes. did heavily uh, enjoyed it, uh, and it, it ties into so much. Like I'm moving to Arizona in in 19 days from the time oh, of wow. recording this, and um, I dragged you know, you, him out here. Yeah, and nice. then you guys were talking to to the to the guy I can't remember his name, but the the Native American guy that's in New Mexico. Yeah, and uh, you know all what? the stuff that's going on out there. So yeah, it's just it's amazing. Who's Dude, that's insane. Again? What's what? If you don't mind, I, I'm not trying to dox you, but what area of Arizona are you moving to? Uh, southeast in Mesa. It's like I'll see the Superstition Mountains from my window. So. Oh. Yeah, I'm just not trying to dox east you. Of Phoenix. <laughs> I'm not trying to dox you, but what address is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm up. I'm up north, Phoenix. Yeah. So. I can tell you that uh, that I'm less than a mile from a ley line, so it'll be interesting to see what comes oh, of that. Shit. So, yeah. Dude, yeah. that's yeah, super that's awesome, gnarly. Uh, yeah, it was great uh, for the the viewers that don't know and the listeners. Clifford Mahudi passed away. Chris, I don't even know. With this, is it like four, four yeah, months keeps, ago? Yeah, so five months ago. Um, so it, we feel really like fortunate that we got to wow. sit down and interview yeah. him. I, I I think we may have been the last people possibly to to interview him, according wow. to Sue Walker. That's what she she had said. Um, so just and it's crazy too. <clears throat> watching the documentary. And just some of the things he mentions and he had mentioned those, you know, the doc just came out here April 19th, um, but we've had it completed since November. Right. We had to get it picked up for distribution and yeah. and, uh, and all that, which that's a just cool story in and of itself. How, you know, how we manifested that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's cool. Like what Clifford said back in September, October or October when I interviewed him. Like in the current events around the world today mm-hmm. and just different things. Like if you watch the documentary, like knowing that he had passed as well, it's like, oh, dude, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Dude, he, he mentioned he something about like when he, about. he like at one point, I forget what he says, but something about like he knows he's like going to be passing on from this earth soon. So he wants to get his message out there. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when yeah do exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Watching it now, it's like, oh, that's that's creepy. It's a little eerie, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, what made you guys even like jump on that subject? Like, how how did that all come come together? I mean, I I gotta ask the standard question because I'm curious. Dude, great question. One, two. It's sick that you guys are fanboys, man. We love like we just love that you guys are into this because 
and, and we love your, your passion. And we yeah, hope oh, we live and like, breathe it, man. Dude, this is we, we got like one shot at this, man. Like, why not have fun and enjoy yeah. it to the max? And so these awesome mysteries of the universe and things like this, they're super fascinating. And so in <clears throat> uh, August of 2021, Chris is like, hey, Tyler, we're both independent filmmakers, you know, had taught ourselves, uh, done short films, commercial work, music videos, uh just various narrative, you know, filmmaking to get better and better. And, and, uh, August, Chris is like, in the beginning, he's like, Tyler, do you want to do documentaries? I was like, yup. And he's like, <laughs> no, let's do, let's do paranormal. Cause it'll be like interesting. Um, and fun to make. And I was like, okay, definitely. And so the first thing we were going to do was the seven gates of hell, which is a local legend here near us in, uh, well, Not it's in Doxia, but where is it? Well, that yeah. is in Helm, PA. I'm in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. But yeah, no, dude, everybody can come see me. I don't care. Uh, I'll, I'll interview you. Um, but so uh, I'm losing my train of thought here. Helm, uh, PA. Helm, PA. We're going to do the Seven Gates of Hell. Uh, urban legend for, man, I forget if it's 80 years now or something, 100 years. And it's like if you go through these uh, seven gates at night, after the seventh one, like you're instantly transported to hell. I think it has Ooh. to be after midnight. I'm like, that's dude, cool. that's dope. It's close. Yeah. I'm starting. I'm like, so I start like trying we to contact it. the property owners. Well, we did oh, it. Yeah, and we then did we, it. And now we're on this podcast. We ended, I was going to say we ended up at my mother-in-law's house. But yeah. <laughs> oh, you're going with my mom. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you guys are the best. It always yeah. goes towards my mom, though. No, so I I'm said like, my mother-in-law, just, Tyler. I mean, everybody oh, goes your mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fine. But yeah, yeah, so yeah everybody fine. does go towards Tyler's mom. Uh, she's Correct. a very nice woman. Correct. Um, but yeah, I will, I will stop there. It's just the way it is. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah, for, for sure. But we're gonna... mom joke, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, can, you can't. You said it was a PG thirteen show. We're like, okay, moms are included. Yep. Moms are uh, always included. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go. Here's what happens when I'm you're gonna in go your 30s, interview yeah. these people. I'm lining it up, and I stumble upon Anjali's story. And so, for the listeners and viewers, she's a former Department of Defense intelligence officer. Uh, she is disclosing on Reddit uh, on Reddit that she came in contact with extraterrestrials in a mountain in a base in the mountain in the Mojave Desert which uh, Josh alluded to earlier. And uh, she was on this Reddit post, like she's going to give a public press conference in front of the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. on like August 17th. I'm like, yo, Chris, uh, what if we pivot and I go film that because it's like a two and a half hour drive away. People are going to be interested in it. This is fascinating that the courage it takes to go talk about something like that Mm -hmm. in front of people in front of the Lincoln Memorial in DC. Yeah. It's just, you know, I'm like, bro, I have to go film that. I feel compelled to go film that. So he's like, yeah, dude, that sounds good. So we went and filmed it. And then one thing led to another. Uh, and the film, yeah, like whatever, by the hand of the Ponte or divine intervention yeah. or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> all of these uh, interviews kind of came together. And we can get into it more, but I think I noticed uh, at Sandia Wisdom on Twitter, 
who is Sue Walker, uh, communicating to the Ponte, which are uh, extraterrestrials mm-hmm. um, in a mountain in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, and so uh, in the Sandia Mountains. And so like she's communicating with them telepathically. I noticed on Twitter uh, they had confirmed that the Pont or the Ponte had confirmed Anjali's extraterrestrials in this Mojave mountain desert base. And I'm like, Oh dude, I'll reach out to her, see if she wants an interview. And then it just, yep. One thing led to the other. So it's crazy. So what- just hitting even more synchronicities, man. I lived in Albuquerque for like eight, eight, nine years. I've been up in the Sandias a bazillion times. One of the best Bigfoot foots I found was up at the top of Sandia that I took a picture of. That's no way. Crazy. Yeah. It was like right off, right off the tourist path too. like (laughs) right off the path. I was like, is this, is this when y'all found that, that big pile of cans? No, No, that that was was here in Phoenix. That was here in Phoenix. Okay. But no, this was on when we were moving out here uh, because I wanted to stop in Albuquerque because I was like, man, haven't been there in a couple years, you know, since I moved away from there. So we stopped. I took my wife up to Sandia's up to the peak and all that stuff. And we went kind of walk in and I was like, dude, look at this imprint. That's <laughs> awesome. Re- yeah. I remember I sent it to, yeah. uh, to Gerhardt and a couple other people to Ken and some other people and, uh, and to Joe Purdue and those guys. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Well, what's really amazing is uh, in, in um, so like, like October, November, 2019, um i had pandemic yeah uh i had like you know time didn't exist before then in case anybody was wondering yeah Yeah, um (laughs) true uh i had like just kind of started on this journey that i'm now two and a half three years into um and um i was laying in bed one night and i i felt like i was having a a a telepathic conversation with some entity okay Hmm. um and I, I asked that entity, well, what are the grays? And the response back was, well, they're kind of like androids in such a way. We needed like worker bees. And so we created them, but they do have like, they're unique. They, they, they have some level of consciousness. And so, so then fast forward to watching the doc on conscious contact and you get <laughs> in, you know, um, Anjali, I'm saying her name wrong. Anjali, yeah, I think that's okay. Uh Anjali's uh, story talks about how when she goes in the mountains, she meets a couple different races of beings, and one of them are the greys, and she describes them as um, their bodies are like technological, but not the way we think about technological, but they do contain consciousness. I'm like, holy crap, synchronicity. I mean, you know, it's like it's like a confirmation that the experience that I had you know, two and a half somebody years ago, yeah. somebody else had. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's really man. cool. That's, that's, awesome. that's when, you know, man, something is good. It's like, uh, it's like you, you get twofold. You get one, you get these synchronicities like Josh has mm-hmm. been having. And I've had my own as well with this. And, but then when something's actually really good on top of that, you know, like it's like extra for me. Um, I'm an actor, voiceover actor. I've been for 20 years. I've been in a lot of stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm a I'm an asshole when it comes to stuff, Famous. right? I do improv comedy. I can't watch improv shows anymore because I just pick them apart, right? So I do the same thing with movies and things like that. And to come across your guys' thing, to have synchronicities, and then to be impressed by it uh, as well, it's fascinating. So kudos to you guys. Dude, that um, means so much. Thank you. That's really nice of you to say. 
Yeah. It's insane. And that has a lot to do with Chris. I mean, you know, I think Dockside Media, like a cool thing about it is, man, like we're, we're very, Chris and I are very yin and yang. I'm very mm-hmm. like high energy. That's uh, Josh. More optimistic, yeah. <laughs> right? And Chris is a little bit more down to earth uh, and a little bit more pessimistic or whatever. More, fatter, more realistic. Fatter. Yeah, that's <laughs> hungry, also hungrier, <laughs> hungry, exactly. Hungry. He has like a higher caloric intake, but he <laughs> had bigger bones. It's fine. Yeah, and uh, it's because we're all hybrids. So yeah, <laughs> right. So like I, I would find these people and go interview them, and it was a beautiful thing too. Like just letting them kind of share, like share their stories, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, Chris and I didn't have any script or narrative going into this. Um, everything was just born like intuitively or again from the pot whatever it just kind of yeah. came from how, how elsewhere did, how did you find the people i mean did you was it just one person told you about another person which told you about another yep. person to- Man, that's my favorite okay exactly <laughs> and then i'm that's out filming good. one and it's like oh uh reverend john polk yeah he happens to be in the same state and whatever it just i'm like well that's only two and a half hour drive and then from there i went up to the grand canyon afterwards real quick slept slept there and drove mm-hmm. back to get more foot dude it was an adventure i love, so I love all that yeah. stuff yeah like it, it's it's and i just feel very fortunate like mm-hmm. when we're when i'm out there filming this stuff I'm like yo this is like once in a lifetime opportunity yeah. stuff this is so sick that i get to do this so i treasure it and, and i got the drone with me you know and i got my remote pilot's license so i'm banging down drone footage but then the dope thing is is like you know i i, I don't have the like chris he's a great editor so i dump all the footage and dude he you know he's like michelangelo man like the doc was always there Calabunga, he just cleared dude. away the rough edges man and he strung together and interweave mm-hmm. these five people's stories wow. into this like i we we feel really proud and think we made like a, a a great a great documentary that i i think it gives you like a rocky four ending where you come out swinging yeah. like, let's <laughs> go baby let's go i'm pumped and what was really neat for me is like uh, we did some different advanced screeners and pre-screeners for people. And like my dad, who's not into aliens and yeah. doesn't believe in aliens, uh, bless him, dude. He sat down and like watched it and he came out. He's like, this is, he's like, I don't know. There, there might be, this is, this is, this is, he was so pumped up and he's telling people about it. That's and fantastic, I'm like, yeah. man. So it was, um, that's when it's you know you've super, done your job, man. Exactly. As a filmmaker. And so yeah. a lot of kudos to Chris, right? Who's that's what editing is about is yep. not only stringing together the, the interviews. Chris, you want to speak to that, but the music and everything. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, it's, we had really good interviewers. Like uh, we didn't, we didn't tell them what to say. We didn't act, We had maybe like a few questions here and there, but sure. like they basically just recalled their own personal experiences. Mm-hmm. And what's cool for me as an editor, well, like for this movie, I wasn't there for any of the interviews for this one. Um, so I didn't know what anyone said. So I was like, literally just put them on my Adobe premiere timeline was like, let's start cutting something together. And what's cool is like all the people have, some similar concepts they touch on mm-hmm. while they might like word them slightly different, like the download and all that kind of stuff. It's like the same idea. 
right? Uh, but it's told from their perspective. So it made my job as an editor pretty easy to like, oh, they're kind of talking about similar subjects. So I could cut around to them. And so the format, you know, consists of like short vignettes of everybody's stories. Yeah. But we keep cutting around to them. And my, and my thought was like, this is more entertaining for the viewer. Um, mm. to keep oh, kind of like, yeah. Yes. Yes. That, yes. that was the goal at least. Cause like, I don't know, like you can talking head stuff can get boring if it's just, if that's all it is. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So right. yeah. When we approached this thing, I was like, I want to, I'm a narrative, like normally a narrative filmmaker. Like I have tons of short films working on a feature film, all that kind of stuff. So like I edit to that idea. I don't watch documentaries, so like I didn't. We didn't follow a format or anything. We just kind well, of you did can't. What we was you natural. couldn't tell. You would have yeah. thought yeah. you've been doing these for that's years awesome. Years. I mean, it, I mean, it flows uh, seamlessly from one scene to the next. I mean, even the even the insert of stock footage and things really um, fits with what was being discussed. I mean, it fits right in line with the the previous sentence or the previous topic. So yeah, you did. An amazing well, job. And, and and that too, you know, I made a joke earlier about our show, but I mean, that's, that's what our eventual book and documentary and things like that is, is the convergence enigma. It is that it is. How is it that these things converge the similar ideas converging together? People that have nothing to do with mm-hmm. one another, as well as uh, converging paranormal things happening. You know, we fell into this by looking at the Enfield haunting, uh, and finding mm. out that around the same time as the Enfield haunting was a huge UFO flap, as well as um, some Dogman sightings, an Owlman sighting, fairy sightings, yeah. all of these converging together within the same year, uh, year or two around this Enfield haunting, right? And so that's what we are constantly looking yes. at. So how, now that's now that's what we're looking at all the time. Every time, all we look the at time, anything. What patterns. else happened? What, what else happened? Yeah. And within yeah. how far of a region is water involved? Like, I mean, just yeah. we have just, I mean, that's I've what got, the convergence enigma is. To I've us. got, I've got Google Earth so big that my computer bogs down every time I open it because I've got all kinds of, you got ley lines I, laid out, lines and and UFO, Sasquatch all, sightings, awesome. all the UFO <laughs> sightings that have ever been reported, timelines. Oh, the, yeah. the uh, Enfield is, is that in Britain? That one. Yeah, so that's what yeah. Conjuring Two was based on. That's why I thought. Okay, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. Yeah, yeah, because we There's covered it because uh, it's that, one of yeah. my favorite hauntings, and so we covered it. And while we were researching, we just happened to notice, and yeah. uh, and it was something we've always thought was that there was a connection, some sort of connection between all paranormal things, anyways, whether it be a John Keel type ultra terrestrial type thing or what. We always kind of just thought it, but never like put a major thought into it until yeah. we covered the Enfield haunting. Well, now I can't not. <laughs> well, well, that's like that. That is the interesting idea here. Is like when you talk to one, if you were to talk to one person and they tell you a story, right? And you'd be like, okay, sure, that happened to you. But when you talk <laughs> to like five, when you find the patterns amongst mm-hmm. random people, yep. that's where to me it becomes really interesting because I'm more of a skeptic than Tyler and probably you guys. And Josh ways. used to be. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> he um, really did. And then when he we started this sh- we had a thought placed in his head. And yeah. Yeah. Well, that's his Dude totally right? gets yeah. downloads, man, legit. And that's yeah. true. I mean, when Josh came on the show, I was excited because the, the original co-host I had was he was a hardcore believer just like me. And so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is great, Josh. You're pretty skeptical. I know you're you're interested in UFOs and aliens, but you're not sure about it. Ghosts, you're like, yeah, whatever. Um, and things like that. And now dude's like 
hopping on the train with me driving. He's like, get out of the way. I got to drive, you know, <laughs> just because of the experiences we've had, not just with the yeah. people we've talked to, <laughs> things we have, but the things that we, yeah, because our, our friendship own. moved from a normal friendship. Uh, we've been friends over 25 years to now this paranormal friendship that now when mm. we get together, that's all we do is this stuff. And it's yeah. like, we have seen some shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one thing. I, that's one thing I wanted to ask both of you and, and, and Chris, you kind of gave me a nice segue into it before you all started uh, either one of these two, the, the two docs has, has, has doing the docs changed your opinions or viewpoints in any way, shape or form. So, okay. For one, we're up to four docs. Um, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, you're cool. It's just uh, yeah, no, we got um, conscious contact. Full disclosure is out now. And then we got the Ghost of Gettysburg, which is also out. And then coming up in July 5th, I think, is uh, the Secrets of the Sasquatch. Ah, oh, I'm in. I got my I got my Sasquatch shirt on tonight. There you so go. We'll That's send what it. I said. To, we'll send. We'll send. We'll it send to you it. We'll come yeah, back um, and discuss. Oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would love that. summertime. Yeah. We would and then love now I am. I'm currently editing In Plain Sight, which has, which is the follow-up kind of to Conscious Contact because it's an alien documentary. It's like, can, do the whole title, Tyler. Well, it's In Plain Sight, the intelligence community and UFOs. I just like to make that clear. How am I supposed to remember that shit? <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm flows? just the magic maker no, I'm here. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It flows. Yeah. No. Um, so about our perspectives changing. At least I can speak for me, and then Tyler can go. Um, yeah, no, I was very skeptical. I'm, I'm still skeptical in a lot of ways. But um, and I've said this before on other things. Started therapy like a year and a half ago. My mm-hmm. therapist has got a million credentials, but she's also like a licensed or whatever credentialed hypnosis. Yep. She asked me if I want to do hypnosis. And I said, OK, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And I did. Yeah, it was nice. But I in my mind thinking like, oh, it's like a freaking movie. Like you're going to wave <laughs> something over me. And I'm going to cluck like a chicken. Or, like, you know, the stupid yes. idea yeah. you form, the stereotypical idea that media has shown you. Yep. We did it. <clears throat> it wasn't that at all. It was way different than what I thought it was going to be. And it wasn't like mind blowing in certain ways, but it was also really effective in a lot of ways. It was just not at all what my preconceived con- like conception of this idea was. Yep. <laughs> it really opened my mind to a lot of things. As you get older, I realized the bubble that I lived in my entire life, essentially, because I haven't traveled that much. Yep. I meet the same people. I have the same friends from high school, essentially. I get some new friends on the internet, but I don't visit them in real life. So like, I have this just bubble of this thing I live in. Sure. So doing hypnosis, changing my, my conception of what this idea was made me realize these people, they experienced what they experienced and that was their perspective. Right. And I didn't live in their perspective and I didn't have it, but now opening my mind more made me realize that mm, there might be something there. I just need to keep an open mind about it because I'm already like applying these preconceived notions to their their things they're telling me. And that's a bad way to go through life. And that's a lot of like a lot of people do that. It's just kind of we all get stuck in our echo chambers. Um, so, yeah, it's making me open my mind more. Do I believe everything? I don't know. But I don't necessarily don't believe. Does that answer your question? Yeah. yeah. Well, and, I, and, I, and I think and I think I mean, there, there's a difference between being uh, skeptical of a situation right mm-hmm. and and ruling out all other possibilities before whatever remains must be the truth right to paraphrase Sherlock Holmes and Sir Conan Doyle um, but there's a difference between that and just 
shutting down and saying, no, impossible, cannot be true. That's not skepticism. Right? That's, no, you're right. I don't know what that is, but it's not skeptics. It's not so. I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with being a skeptic. I am still a skeptic. I I right, talked same. about before you all came on, before you all joined. Uh, I gave a UAP a UAP sighting. Um, we do one every now and then, and I mine was personal. I had one a couple of nights ago, and I was telling Stefan like when I had it, I immediately jumped into my phone. I pulled up all of my. Uh, apps that I can look and see was this a satellite was it an airplane was it you know so like uh-huh. I'm taking that skeptical approach to rule things out so that I know exactly what I was looking for. right because we've always yeah, said there's a difference between skeptics and debunkers and most people that call themselves skeptics aren't skeptics they're debunkers their whole sole yeah. purpose is to just debunk and you know it's the opposite of that they say well it could have been a lightning bug I wasn't there so since it could have been it wasn't you know, and that's a debunker, yeah. not a skeptic. So. Right. So <clears throat> for sure. That's fair. Yeah. What about and, I'm, and I'm more on the, the other end of the spectrum. I'm just more open-minded, man. I've just always been open-minded and curious. I'm just like, oh, dude, <clears throat> yeah, the universe is a big, big place. Massive. Billions of light years across. And uh, man, if, if any intelligent life form evolved at a similar pace, a hundred to a thousand years before us dude like in a hundred to a thousand years i can't even really wrap my mind around where civilization will be Mm -hmm. because i'm 30 i'm 37 man and i've gone from like pong to ps5 like virtual reality in in that time frame (laughs) so multiply that times another three and it puts you at 90 years like dude i mean yeah and so you know all these things uh Right. So, yeah, if if any life form did that, man, they would probably be doing the same thing we're doing, which is sending probes right out in, like mm-hmm. to Mars and whatnot. And certainly if as we advance technologically and, and maybe uh, solve like quantum mechanics and physics and stuff like that more and understand quantum entanglement and spooky action at a distance and things like that, you know, like... <clears throat> You know, then we'll be probably studying life forms on mm-hmm. other planets. I mean, there's we're studying like, you know, tribes, right, that are like un- uncontacted and they've been uncontacted forever. So it's like, dude, we're not going to disturb them. And there's somebody in that tribe that like sees a drone or plane and like, yo, guys, mm-hmm. I, I think there's something more out there. Yeah. And they're like, nah, <laughs> yeah, nah, you this didn't is see it. That. Oh, yeah. here's crazy <laughs> ayahuasca. Yeah. yeah. That, that. And um, so we could be in a very similar situation yeah. where these things that are interdimensional or just much more advanced, right. Uh, are monitoring us. Yeah. Um, and, and like, <clears throat> so yeah, I just keep an open mind, to all that stuff and like telepathy and consciousness. I mean, before I went and interviewed Sue Walker, Josh, you would be into this, Stefan, probably. Uh, <clears throat> if you get on officialfirstcontact.com, that's, uh, I guess, like Sue Walker's website. And you can, under the documents section, I kept always said downloads, but I think it's actually called documents. But there's the telepathy 101 primer. And it's, <clears throat> you know, uh, this brief, like 10, 15 minute read of and it's in like i don't know 260 270 slides but they're real quick to digest it's like a picture and one or two words um but it basically teaches you right how to 
how to exercise and start performing telepathy and the different guidelines to follow. And so, you know, I tried it twice to do some due diligence before going out there. And both times I had odd experiences. I mean, the first one, uh, like I literally, you know, like being a filmmaker, I have like, I'm able to like picture a scene or whatever up right. in my mind's eye, like above me. But when I did this, this telepathy attempt, um, this like image of an extraterrestrial being like popped up like five feet in front of me, like with my eyes closed. But it was like, it seemed like it was physically there. And it was crazy. Like, like Josh, I'm not just a quick to believe like, oh, that this is an extraterrestrial I'm talking to or seeing. So I'm like running through my head at like, where would I've seen that? What culture, what right. media, what movie mm-hmm. somewhere, my, my inspired subconscious, it, right? yep, pulled that up. Like, bro, I couldn't place it anywhere. Like, I it was a completely original and unique Ooh. image. And then the second time, um, uh, and so that was kind of crazy. And then the second time, I didn't, like, try and talk or anything. Uh, the second time, um, oh, I was, like, under this tree and was, and was attempting it and, like, felt, like, water falling onto my arms. And eventually, like droplets, like I opened my eyes up and saw like a few droplets on my arm. I'm like, oh, dude, this is weird. Like the hairs on the back of my neck are sticking up. I'm like, all right, I, I got to like wrap this up. I'm going to go like look in the pool, make sure I see like drop, like rain, mm-hmm. like raindrops in the pool. And dude wrapped it up, like go to the, the pool, like nothing, dude, no rain. I'm like, I mm-hmm. don't know if the leaves are like, uh, perspiring or something yeah. like that down on to me like you got one of those like, rare swimming trees yeah but it was like mad it was yeah. mad crazy dude so yeah, open all that stuff chris and i had a crazy experience with some equipment not working at uh gettysburg oh, yeah. battlefield when we were film, you know filming that secrets of the sasquatch i'm out doing a camp out so one had i not seen a video of starlink right traversing the sky yeah. I would have for sure thought there was an alien invasion coming because oh, yeah. it's the it like yeah, we're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. This thing comes up over the tree line. I'm like, and it's like this giant caterpillar roller coaster yep. looking thing. It's All the lights, spa- you know, and like, and then the thing is, you know, with how it works is like, you know, it's not really lit. Like it's not uh, generating it its like, own light. It's like reflecting a sunlight. It's reflecting. I mean, it would look like a light in the sky. It looks yeah, like I mean, it like looks star, like it's generating light, moving, but it's yeah. hmm. but it's a bunch of stars moving, right? Big yeah. stars. Um, but it's like ref, it's just reflecting sunlight. So as it goes towards the other horizon, it just like doesn't even get to the horizon. It just starts disappearing right. in the sky as it goes into the Earth's shadow. So because it looks your like angle. it goes into a wormhole, right? Right. It's the craziest thing. So I've seen that and then also saw another UFO when I was like camping alone, uh, like tr- for filming Secrets of the Sasquatch. But it was one of those things that's like 20, mid 20s. Like I'm trying not to freeze to death. I don't have yep. time to like log everything. I'm like, dude, I got to get this this tent like finished, assembled and this fire lit before I freeze to death. Um but yeah, I've had cool experiences like that. And and all these things, right? Like the telepathy, right? That thought that you had, like, you know, like the narration that was written for Conscious Contact, Full Disclosure, and The Ghost of Gettysburg, and Secrets of the Sasquatch, and all these docs, like, dude, it, it kind of came from 
elsewhere, man. And who knows, right? For a long time, people, a lot of people that, that are religious would say it's like divine inspiration or something. But right. who's to say it's not interdimensional inspiration or extraterrestrial yeah, right. inspiration? Like, I just feel like, man, a lot like all those words and stuff, I'd be driving down the road. Boom. It just like comes yeah. to me. I dictate it in my phone. Like, send it to Chris. I'm like, yo, log this for narration. Perhaps man. they were downloaded. And and same deal. Boom, boom, boom. They may have been. And like Chris, like uh, just a couple weeks ago, he's like, hey, um, man, maybe we should do some real short documentaries, like maybe five minutes or something mm-hmm. like that on different topics to build our Dockside media brand, more social media posts. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm down. Uh, I think we got to go shorter. Dude, I go to hop in the shower. It hits me. I'm like, bro, one minute mysteries. Dockside <laughs> media is one minute mysteries. I like that. Let's go. And bro, we just writ we have we have five written, all five shot. We released two so far. One today on dead <laughs> internet theory just went semi-viral. I mean, uh, for <laughs> some so reason, out of nowhere, like twenty-eight hours, thirty hours after it was posted, it gains like ten thousand three hundred views, four hundred um, extra followers to our page. Wow, uh, dude, the metric it was like twelve. We're at over twelve hundred likes, so it's like more than one out of every nine people are liking this video, which is super high engagement, tons of comments. It's crazy. Um, So, but again, these things, it's like, oh, dude, we're just, we remain open to like, dude, like we'll we'll go whatever direction we feel we're being led, we're compelled. And we've been able to create some really awesome things and grow this brand and make these great documentaries. yeah, just because because of this. So I don't know where it's coming from. I'll say this. Um, I got to let somebody else talk. But last story real quick. <laughs> real, real, real quick. Real, real quick. So I know we're running out of time here. But last story. Uh, my son, he's getting uh, wigged out because I come back from the Sue Walker interview. And uh, she had said about, hey, the Ponte, they might visit you if uh, you're open to it. And if you like state that out loud i'm like okay yeah no that'd be fine she's like would your son be cool with that i'm like oh yeah he'd be fine dude don't you know we just had some weird experiences with his like medication missing his inhaler was missing we're searching around for it we end up like can't find it but we pull this old slinky that had been missing for a year out of a recliner that we had stuck our hand in 200 times since last year and then the thing then then the inhaler pops up a bag's moving with no wind in the room crazy stuff he's like getting one guy i'm like dude look i don't know if this is ponty whatever but they wouldn't be here to harm us if they were yeah. we'd be done already we wouldn't even see it coming yeah so here's what's up ponty if you're out there yo make dad the best filmmaker in the world bro we've had <laughs> we've had three going on four documentaries picked up for distribution since then so if the ponty awesome. are doing it I'm down, dude. I'm Sounds down. like there's a short doc too, man, on the Ponte, dude. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Um, but you got me wanting to go to Albuquerque and and meet Sue Walker, uh, yeah. as well. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, you guys can have her on. She'd love to be on. Yeah, yeah be uh, I was gonna, so gonna say about the about the telepathy thing. Um, so I had something happened a couple weeks ago. I was stopped at an IHOP. Uh, the waitress came over to get our drink orders. And we all went around the table. So we went, <clears throat> I said a cup of coffee in my head, I thought, and a glass of ice water. She comes out a few minutes later, brings everybody's drinks, sets a glass of ice water on the table. Two things. 
one with great power comes great responsibility josh hell two. yeah <laughs> two uh what what kind of pancakes did you order uh, i didn't get pancakes you're at the freaking eye <laughs> this is this is why this is why i dislike him I got well. I I got a waffle. I mean, it's like oh, okay. A pancake. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's it's adjacent. It's, that's it's that's an I. That's an I. How? I mean, it's it's in the same family. It's an I. It's, it's in the same family. I agree. It's in the same family. Yeah. Well, uh, you guys are right. We are running out of time. We just got a minute or two left. Um, so okay. I wanted to make sure to give you guys an opportunity for everyone to find out where they can find your guys's stuff and where they can get it. Um, and we did have a question from a, uh, audience member asking where can they get physical copies of some of this stuff? Because, uh, they want, they don't have streamers. And- There's a table on the corner in Philly, uh, <laughs> five DVDs for three bucks. So. We've got yeah, to check d- our distribution agreement, double check to see, uh, if, if we can to, just yeah. print our own physical, uh, copies, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah, just currently, we have just all streaming. the license streaming and distribution and all that. And there's no physical copies printed currently, but we will get, um, I know that gentleman that commented on Facebook, so we will get him an answer directly. I'm like looking into that. I mean, yeah. Come hell or high water. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> you know, we'll get yeah, you a if you know John, copy, then you know, he ain't going back down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, we'll get you one. You don't need to worry. And if, if enough people want, you know, ha- just, uh, express interest you know we'll do a mass printing we'll 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 do whatever the populace wants sounds good yeah. so where can where can everybody find uh dockside media stuff yeah go to docksidemedia.com you can find everything about us there all our social media search for dockside media we're on facebook uh instagram twitter and tiktok so you can find us there and then and go check out conscious yep and youtube sorry go check out conscious contact full disclosure it is available on amazon itunes google play uh, Xbox platforms, PlayStation, and Voodoo. So check Damn. it out. And then if you do watch it, please leave a review because that will help out the movie, especially if you enjoyed it. And if it moved you, if it didn't, we want to hear from you. Either leave a <laughs> comment or review on the Amazon or whatever, or email us info at Dockside Media, Tyler at Dockside Media. Uh, let us know what you think. And then go check out Ghost of Gettysburg if you're into ghost stuff. That's actually one of my favorite ones because we did this awesome, mm. such awesome footage of Gettysburg. And if you're into history, there's a bit of that in there. And then look for Secrets of the Sasquatch coming out July. Oh, I can't 5th. wait. I can't wait. Chris, is, Tyler, uh, Dockside Media, we love you boys. guys. And uh, we will absolutely you. have you guys back, especially talking about Secrets <clears throat> of the Sasquatch, dude. Totally down for that. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. You guys rock. Thank you. And wow, let me tell you, man, Chris, Tyler, thank you guys so much. DocsideMedia.com. Holy crap. Dockside, not dark side, just in case. No, not the dark side. No, (laughs) not not the Brooklyn style. Um, Wow. But but yeah, check out that stuff, man. It's it's absolutely phenomenal. It's good stuff. It's got my brain just jumping. If you couldn't tell, I'm a fan. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's they're just they're really well put together docs. Um, just, it's just it's they just flow so well. I mean, it's it's um, the, the cinematography was amazing. I mean, yeah, yep. it's just you know, it's just a great it's just a great set of docs, and I'm and looking just, forward to the ones that are coming. And just Chris and Tyler, great guys, man. I mean, they they are like 
us in a mirror verse. <laughs> I mean, I'm the bouncing all over the walls. I'll ask anybody anything, you know, type stuff. And you're the kind of, I got this. It's cool. It's fine. Yeah. Chill. I'm the mellow. You're the yellow. I'm the <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're the mountain. I'm the dew. That's yeah. <laughs> You're the coca. I'm the cola. We could do this all night. <laughs> do it all, this night. all night. I'm the um, and you're the height. <laughs> Again, thank you, Chris and Tyler from Dockside Media. Um, I do want to remind people because uh, we've forgotten to mention it for a while. Um, our little side project that we do uh, for the debrief, which is Tech Talk um, on the debrief, uh, the debrief.org. Uh, a few weeks back, we did some uh, UFO style patents. We covered those. Yeah. We've got um, UFO, UFO footage ge- that we're covering. UFO gear. We talked about some stuff, you know, if you're going to go out UFO hunting, you know? Yeah, man. So there's some cool stuff happening on tech talk. It's not just all like, you know, box reviews or anything like that. <laughs> um, we've been talking about that, but again, you can go to the debrief dot org uh, and then, or you can just go to the debrief and then type in tech talk into your YouTube search bar. Yeah. Anyways, Josh, let's go ahead and get out of here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Convergence Enigma with Josh and Stefan. This has been Stefan. And just a reminder, keep your eyes on the skies. This has been Josh. The truth is now. And remember, folks, never stop searching. Never stop questioning. Good night, Good night. everybody. <laughs>